sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Good morning, everybody. Hey, Dr. D is in the house. We have Adele Luttrell, Alex Ramirez, Ed Langlo, and whoever else is going to be popping in this wonderful, wonderful hour that we get to share with you all here in the world. I love to say the world. Uh, Dominique, start off with you. What do you want to say anything? What do you want to do today? Well, last week we celebrated the uh, summer solstice. And it was very fun. We just took a moment to enjoy the longest day of the year. And we actually drank a very, very small tonic of some um, wine that was steeped in blue lotus and a whole bunch of other medicinal herbs. And we just thought about Mother Nature and, and gave gratitude to the longest day of the year. Thank you for that memory. Okay, because it tasted like a shot of Clorox. All right. <laughs> it was horrible. I don't drink anyway. I don't like alcohol. And even Dominic said the whole time as she's passing it around. No, don't give this to Erica. She's not going to like it. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I might take a sip of a Heineken. I mean, it's got to be 100 degrees and I just mowed the lawn. You know what I mean? I mean, that's about the length of my, my alcohol. So, yeah. And it's not like it's it's a, by choice. I don't want to think, oh, yeah, the rumors out that Eric is in a program. No, and no disrespect to anybody who's in a program. I'm just not. I've never been a drinker. So that being said, Dominique, I'm not kidding you. That was horrible. You guys do that every year. Honestly, it was no wonder you remember the longest day of the year. Oh, my God. That's still I couldn't eat anything for two days. It was hard. What? What is seriously lotus root? What was it? Uh, so it had uh, blue lotus root um, and a whole bunch of other grounding herbs were steeped in an organic red wine, and so it was a very medicinal tonic. Dominique, you didn't ground me. I ran to the bathroom. Okay, <laughs> I brushed my teeth. I was not it's grounded. It's a memorable June solstice. Oh man, holy cow! Alex, did you do anything last week? Uh, no, just enjoying the parade, relaxing with my wife, you know, just nice in the festivities, you know, just relaxing. No, nothing crazy. But on actual summer solstice that day, the longest day of the year, uh, we did a I had my group workout outdoors. It was warm. <laughs> it was a beautiful day. It was it's been nice, though, to see the sun. You know, we've had this June gloom, May gray for a while. So that sunshine has been feeling really good these past couple of days. Nice. Well, we could go back the last six months, okay? Because it's May gray, April A, <laughs> February Fay. It's like God. I don't know, Ed. What'd you do last week? I kind of uh, didn't appreciate the parade going up Santa Barbara Street. I'd like to make a motion that we move the parklets off of State Street onto the sidewalk. You could still keep the street closed, but allow the parades to go down State Street again. Don't you think, here, here. Down, don't you think we can still go down State with the parklets there? Uh, I I don't know if it's if it's a fire regulation that uh, stops them, but I thought the same thing that there's there appears to be room, but you know if something happened, could the fire any emergency vehicles make it through there? Uh, I think that's what's stopping it. It stopped the car show. It stopped all the parades. It stopped everything. But that's that's my motion. 
move the parklets onto the sidewalk. You don't need the sidewalk if the street's closed. Walk in the street and allow the parades to come back to State Street. So, yeah, like so let's look at this. Let's look at this from the other side. So somebody had this really what they thought a great idea and we're, didn't do an impact study. And that's OK. OK, so why would they do it the way they're doing it? What's the positivity on the way it's running right now? Like, what's the advantages? Was State Street closed, you mean? Yeah. Well, it's it's an advantage to the the restaurants on State Street and it creates a promenade effect that they've wanted for years. I just think that there are ways to go about it, like I just said. Um, it, move the parklets out of the street and allow the parades and things to continue. It would be a perfect atmosphere. You've already closed the street. It would be less disruptive to have the parades than it's been in the past. For the last hundred years, we've had parades going up and down State Street. So I don't understand the way they're going about doing it. You could have your promenade. You could have your sidewalk cafes like like they have in Paris. And you could still have the parades down the street. I don't understand why they're not doing that. Well, the new plan, the, the planning department of Santa Barbara, they have a new plan. And so their future plan, the design is to be, you know, allowing for bikes and allowing for cars and allowing parklets there. So they have a nice little design um, that they're going to come up with where uh, they kind of move things onto the sidewalk a little bit, partially on, onto the street. So they kind of widen the gap. Well, what is that going to be instituted? Like 2050? 2050, I'll be dead. (laughs) Yeah, the way construction goes in Santa Barbara, we're looking like 20 years down the line. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I saw that. Hopefully like five years, because it's only a small stretch of state that needs, you know, that much work. Because not every area has parklets. Yeah. Mostly lower. Yeah. But I like that. I love what you're doing here. And this is what we try to do. We engage. We have conversation. Yeah. We we offer alternatives, options. It's really good. Adele, what did you do last week? Oh, well, let's see. I was determined on the summer solstice to go surfing. It had been since last summer for a lot of different reasons. And so I went in in the chop and the slop at noon. And I was glad to get in and out unscathed. So that wow. was a big excitement. For, I went to Torrance Beach, which is just out front. It's just a local beach break, um, you know, in my community. But it was, you know, I went at noon. So hello. <laughs> when are you going to get at noon? <laughs> so, but, but I got in and out. And so I was, I did some paddling. So, and you have nice. a second for us today, right? Pardon me? You have a segment for us later on. Sure, sure. Nice. All right. So let's get to it. And next up, we have Richard, our student, chiropractic student, Ellsworth, right after these messages. Fentanyl death is not a high. Don't let fentanyl lie. A killer in disguise that will make you die. Fly away peacefully from the mountains to the sky. Justin Bruce Forrester, 2222, age 22. He left us all without saying goodbye.
back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back, everyone. This is Richard Ellsworth with Life West Chiropractic College, and I am still on summer break, which is excellent. It has been really great to kind of reset myself and find balance, just like we were talking about last week. Uh, what should we talk about today? What's what's on the docket? Well, I read an interesting article about posture while sitting. And it's funny because I think about good posture while I'm walking, but I, I haven't thought about good posture while I'm sitting. Do you have any recommendations for students and then, to, to have good uh, and posture? Then I'm going to interrupt because save time because I want to do since you're on break and the kids are on break. Maybe we could spend a couple of minutes on digital detoxing and give some kids some help. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yay! Um, yeah, posture. So there's something called the ABCs of posture um, that I, I heard about from, from an instructor, and then I sort of modified it to, to fit my own understanding. But the ABCs of posture is just a really quick way when you're sitting down, um, even when you're standing, where you can just kind of remember how to align yourself. So A is your butt that begins with an A um, and you, start there. you give it, you give it a little, give it a little wiggle, loosen it up, kind of loosen your tailbone, right? Shake, shake it. Um, this, this is uh, more so as you're sitting, but you know, you can definitely do this as you're standing. And then you're going to go to B, which is back. And you're going to try to take a deep breath into your lower back. So as you breathe in, just like it would in your stomach, your low back is going to go out behind you back, like almost like you're hunching a little bit as you breathe into it. And then exhale and pull that breath all the way up and out, up and out your mouth. So that's our B. So that's back. And then the C is cervical, which is cervical being the vertebrae in your neck. And the vertebrae in your neck are really interesting. They have a curve that's like a backward C shape where the curvy part of the C is facing the front of you. So you actually want to have a little bit of an arch there. So you're going to bend your head back and look at the ceiling right. on an inhale and then exhale and kind of send the, the back of your neck up to the ceiling. And that's just kind of kind of loosen that a little bit. And then you're just going to bring your eyes straight ahead. And that's that's how you finish it. So those are the ABCs of posture. Now, an important thing to note is that if you're having difficulty holding your posture for a long time, that's a good indication to go see a chiropractor. Ah, and that will happen with a lot of people where it will take energy for them to hold their spine up. If, if you have if it takes energy to do that, that means your nervous system is not used to it. Right. It's not prepared to, to to hold yourself up. You don't have enough energy or connection in your body for that to be possible. So it's going to wow. draw on a lot of your energy reserves. You it know, is, sometimes that happens when I'm fighting a cold. Uh, and my body will tell me, go lie down. I don't want to be holding you up. I want you to be lying down. So that's very interesting to me that that would be a signal that the spine is saying, hey, there's there's energetics going on here. Yeah. 
Oh, for sure. So uh, how long, you know, schools have classes, whether they were 50 minutes, I don't even know what, 40 minutes. How long should somebody sit without, even though you do your ABCs, um, in front of a device before they actually take a break? I mean, obviously, when they're in class, you can't st- stand up and do a five-minute stretch. I wish teachers would do that. Um, but if they're on their own working remotely, even if these kids have summer jobs, what, what is there an ABC to that? Yeah, so... Um... I would start with good posture starts while you sleep for starters. That's, that's huge. If you're not sleeping right, you're not going to be standing right all day. Um, so just, just something to think about. If you want to sleep right, preferably you're sleeping on your side. You're sleeping on your back. It puts too much pressure on your low back. If you sleep on your stomach, you end up having to twist your neck to the side and that's unnatural. Um, so you're on your side and you have a pillow between your knees right? That's going to make sure that when you're on your side, you're not compressing your, your sacrum. Now, if you're at class or a job where you have to be sitting, you should be moving. I mean, you should be moving 100% of the time. There should be no moment where you're completely still. Even as I'm sitting here in this chair, I'm flexing my toes, right? Sometimes a little swivel to my pelvis. There should be no moment where you're not physically moving some part of you. Oh, interesting. Um, However, I do that as, really naturally. I like do little circles in my uh, pelvis area and that feels really comfortable. I go one direction and then I go the other. That's excellent. Yeah. So I, ideally every vertebra in our spine should be able to move easily and freely in a figure eight pattern. Right. Um, so figure eight is a great way to think about moving the different parts of your body. So if you think about your body in three parts, just like with the ABCs, right? You have your pelvis and you can kind of start swinging that, get a little movement in there and like a figure eight, try and draw a figure eight with your pelvis and then kind of move that up into your, your, your back. You can work with your lower back. A lot of people have more lower back problems, but more upper back too, like right behind your heart space. So you take your shoulders and you kind of start moving them back. Like you're doing a backstroke, but without lifting your arms up right? And then you can go forward the other way too. And you're moving your vertebrae in a figure eight. Then you can work your way up to the C for cervical in your neck, right? And you just kind of draw a figure eight with your nose. Imagine that your nose is a pencil and you're drawing a figure eight in the air in front of you. If you feel tension on one side in any of those movements, again, it's a great time to see a chiropractor and get an adjustment. Nice. Excellent. All right. We've got like a minute left and I didn't want to, um, like get you so maybe uh this next section um next week we could talk more about digital detoxing but you can give a couple of quick notes for a digital detox and then uh you know we'll continue it next week yeah absolutely so just like everything with the nervous system everything takes time to develop new patterns so start with maybe 10 minutes away from your phone every day right at different time intervals, maybe 10 minutes away from your phone, three times a day. Maybe you don't go near your phone while you're eating. Maybe you don't go near your phone. I don't know when you're taking a shower. I don't know. Maybe you turn off your phone five minutes before bed or even better, two hours before bed. If you can work up to that, that'd be awesome. Um, Another thing is if you can walk outside barefoot, that's huge. It's summer, it's warm, Walking outside barefoot is going to ground you. It's going to bring you back into your pelvis and it's going to take you out of your head. 
And that's one of the biggest dangers of technology is we get all of this energy trapped up in our heads, our, our cervicals behind our neck get all tight. We end up kind of looking down too much and it gives us our, our brain a sense of the weight of the world being on our shoulders, right? And that will lead to anxiety and depression uh -huh. and all sorts of things. If we can bring our breath and energy and our focus back into our pelvis, back into our grounding where we're rooted, then we've made a huge difference already. And the best way to do that is by walking around barefoot, right? That's going to draw all your attention down to your feet. And where your attention goes, energy flows. Well, how can we get a hold of you, Richard? We got to go. Uh, you can send me an email at rellsworth, R-E-L-L-S-W-O-R-T-H, at college.lifewest.edu. Thank you. See you next week. Say, move for me, move for me, move for me, yeah. Mark your calendars for the Groove in the Grove Classic Car Vintage Travel Trailer and Antique Motorcycle Show on July 22nd. Travel trailers and tri-tip sandwiches are back. The show is presented by the Elks Lodge and promoted by Fuel Depot with all proceeds going to our local veterans. The show is free to the public and it all gets started at 9 a.m. July 22nd at 150 North Kellogg Avenue in Goleta. If you have a vehicle you'd like to enter, go to groovinginthegrove.org. I'll see you there. And thank you, KZSB and Teen Sports Radio. Dance for me, dance for me, dance for me, oh, oh. I've never seen anybody do the things you do before. They say, move for me, move for me, move for me, hey, hey. And when you're done, I'll make you do it all again. I said, oh, we are back, God, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in. Every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hey, everyone. This is Alex Ramirez with Fit for Life 805 and Teen Sports Radio. So summer's here. We're talking about the solstice. Kids, you know, we got to bring it back to the teens. You're on vacation, sleeping in, enjoying your break from school. What are you eating? What, what are you gravitating towards? So summer fruits, get your strawberries, all the berries. Uh, of course, you got to try to stay hydrated. It's going to get hot. You know, we had a hot summer solstice to get us going. So make sure you hydrate. Don't lose out on all the things that you were doing um, when you were in school. Sometimes when we're in school, we have a routine. We have our water bottle. We have our packaged lunches, our snacks. And then when we're out of school, we don't have that water bottle with us. We don't have those packaged snacks and lunches. So... Try to plan ahead. Have your water bottle with you at all times. Stay hydrated. That's the most important thing. And then, of course, you know, get your meals. Get your breakfast and good well-balanced meals. Start with protein. You know, get your fruits in, healthy fats, all the good stuff. So mind your nutrition this summer break and stay hydrated. Nice. Yes, yes, yes. You, you do um, your workouts. When you do your workouts, do you actually, Alex, uh, write things that you're going to do in the workout um, for yourself personally? I mean, what I'm trying to do is is have kids maybe make it. Um, it it's like what Adele was mentioning. She went surfing. Yay. I mean, so she had that in her head and kids have so much stuff that they've got to um, juggle around. So maybe if they made a, a daily plan. Right. Put that in that a daily plan as far as exercise. What do you think about that? Because it's so easy to get stuck on these, uh, 
devices and then like Absolutely. did you walk did you walk around for an hour because movement is life is like dominic always dominic always says I, I think it's a great idea you know if you're not in school you know to keep track of what you're doing every day to see where your activity levels like because yeah you can get stuck playing video games and being on social media all day so i think one important checklist to have is is walking every day you know, even if it's 15, 30 minutes, 45 minutes to an hour, whatever it is, get outside, definitely walk every day. It's, it's very helpful for just one, your, your, de- you know, depression, feeling good, right? Alleviating, alleviating that kind of depression or any kind of boredom that you may be feeling helps with your sleeping habits for sure. But yeah, tracking your, your workouts. Absolutely. You know, one day surfing, the next day weight training, maybe the next day stretching and then repeat restart all over surfing weight training stretching you know it, it helps to track your progress to track your workouts if you're looking to really build strength absolutely track every day what you're doing whether it's push-ups pull-ups squats see how many you're doing whether you're using weights or not and and make it more difficult as you get stronger because uh it doesn't get easier you just get stronger so you have to adapt to your strength for sure. So keeping track and writing things down. Absolutely. Having a daily planner. Absolutely. Nice. Fantastic. Dominique. Well, it, what I love about that is the you, things that you notice is what uh, I want to say increases in your life. So if you're noticing you're exercising and you're noticing the amount of water that you're drinking and noticing the good foods you're eating, that part of your life improves. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that's a real, I mean, that's really well in so said. many ways. Besides the obvious, you know, strength that you build and, and being in a better mood. Yeah, it, you have more energy. You feel like going out more, being more social, doing more things outside, engaging with others. So, yeah, it does, definitely changes your life and it gets you. I think, you know, exercise helps you sleep better for sure. Without it. Absolutely. I, I Absolutely. sleep so much better when I when I work out or. Even if it's just like an hour-long walk and a stretch right before bed, I, yeah. I definitely s- sleep so much more soundly. Absolutely. Well, this is going to segue into uh, Adele Luttrell. We're blessed to have her here today, and she is going to give us little tips maybe to get us going in the morning. Adele, what, what say you? Yeah, hi. So I was just thinking about uh, mindfulness, you know, being fully present in the moment and beginning the day with a mindfulness activity. Um, Like you said, Alex, it's summertime now, so maybe now's a good time to start a new habit. And I kind of came up with this because I would wake up in the morning and I was feeling kind of grumpy. And I thought, I am not getting out of bed grumpy. So I started doing this in the morning Mm. before I even get out of bed. And this literally takes three to five minutes. So all of you teens that are super busy and all of you can do this. So I wake up maybe feeling a little low mood, especially with the June gloom. And I would immediately think of something I'm grateful for before I even get out of bed. What am I grateful for? Usually it was like, oh, my bed's so cozy. I'm going to get up and have a cup of coffee, you know, just whatever it is, whatever you feel happy about, two, three things. So that was the first thing um, is to be grateful. And then I would set an intention. Just like you said, Alex, you know, maybe it's something like I'm going to have a better workout today. I'm going to drink more water. I'm going to eat healthy foods. It could be something like I'm going to practice being more patient 
or I'm going to be kinder to myself. So, so first is the gratitude. Then you set the intention. And then if you visualize your intention, it's more likely that it's going to happen. So you visualize yourself eating more fruits. You visualize yourself getting out and exercising. You visualize yourself being kinder to yourself. And then finally, you make an affirmation. And this one's a little tricky, and it's very personal. Um, people really need to come up with an affirmation. It's a positive statement that they can say throughout the day. And it could be related to their intention, or it could just be broader. Like one that I think is really good for teens is I'm becoming the best version of myself. You know, something positive. Another one is um, I breathe in confidence and I exhale fear. Or it could be I am going to run an extra half mile today. And it's an affirmation and you would say it throughout the day. And affirmations kind of reprogram our brain. And they really help us, you know, throughout the day to stick to our intention and to stick to our goals. So the acronym is GIVA, G-I-V-A. First is gratitude. Then there's intention, then there's visualize, and then there's an affirmation. So give up. So I think that's kind of easy to remember. And it's it works for me, and it's helped me to get out of bed in a better mood. I would put that on my coffee cup. Coffee. <laughs> that, Christine. That's awesome, Adele. You know, it's funny because I've been making it a habit to wake up in the morning. And actually, one of the first things I say when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, I woke up. <gasps> it's a brand new day. I get a whole new one, a whole nother day. What am I going to do with it? You know? And so, and then I, and then I, and I do say, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful. Right. And um, interestingly, two of the sort of, you could call them affirmations or questions I ask myself throughout the day, I try to, which are easier and a little more, gen a little more general um, are what else is possible. <clears throat> but also, and also, how does it get any better than this? Because that can work when I'm having a hard time or when I'm having a, a good time. There's, it can always get better, right? And there yeah. can always be something else possible. So those questions work no matter what kind of day I'm having in the moment. And they also can help me shift my day at that in that time. Oh, um, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. I like that. Give a, you know, gratitude, yeah. but yeah, I feel that. And it's funny. I, I, I would do these, I used to do these, uh, uh, Native American sort of, uh, water blessing ceremonies, right. When mm -hmm. I came back from Africa mm -hmm. and, um, and if the Marshall Golden Eagle Jack would say, it's a brand new day. It's beautiful, <laughs> shiny, brand new. I hope I don't mess it up. You know, and every single time he would say that to me and he would think, uh -huh. or say that every day, right. Every time he would wake up and I thought that's really nice. It's like, wow, what, what are we going to do with this gift? And, nice. um, Dominique. Yeah, I like that. We only have one minute, but I wanted to share. I looked up, where do we get uh, getting up on the right side of the bed? Mm. So long ago, the Greeks and the Romans used to think that that if you got up on the left side of the bed, you're going to have a horrible day. And if you got up on the right side of the bed, you'd have a much better day. So that is where getting up on the right side of the bed comes from. It comes from the Greeks and the Romans. Oh, wow. 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 Just, I mean, this is just a plethora of knowledge here on Team Sports Radio, and we're sharing it with the world. Listen, we got Ed Langlo. Stay here right after these messages. I hear a song that takes me back, and I let go with so much freedom. 
our Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. For Teen Sports, I'm Ed Langlow with If Only I Had Known. If Only I Had Known is a mentor's moment with the teens with us remotely, as well as those listening into the show on the radio. Today's segment is how controlling your mind can influence your body. I'm going to talk about five different approaches that lend support to that title. Only I had known when I was young the effect my thoughts and my attitude could have on how my life would go. In past segments, I've talked about the power of positive thinking, the placebo effect, the autonomic nervous system, and how we can influence it with our thoughts. Changing what people think of us by changing what we think of ourselves and how our negative beliefs can foster the negative outcome of something based on those beliefs. Henry Ford used to say, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So today I'm going to talk about how all those philosophies support each other. Let's start with a placebo effect. You have a new drug and you need to validate whether it's effective or not. So you form three groups of people with the same ailment. Groups one and two don't know whether they're getting the medication or a placebo sugar pill. The third group, they know that they aren't receiving anything. So they're the control group. When the outcome is compared with the folks that are given the sugar pill and they experience more recoveries than the control group simply because they believe they may have received the new medication, to me, that's incredible. It appears these folks are making progress in their recovery from a disease based on their belief. They believe they're going to get better, so they get better. And their faith in the practitioner that administers a medication increases the placebo's effect of improvement from a sugar pill. And the opposite appears to be true. If you truly believe that you're going to get more ill, you tend to get more ill. The pharmaceutical industry won't make a lot of noise about it because they'd be shooting themselves in the foot, although they scientifically prove the placebo effect on a regular basis. If you can recover from a disease by your belief, then how might your beliefs affect your day-to-day -day life? If you truly believe you're going to succeed at something, it is more likely that you will. What about your belief in yourself? If people can see that you don't respect yourself, what do you suppose they'll think of you? A lot of what you think of yourself comes from self-talk. If you constantly tell yourself, don't even bother trying out for the team, you're not good enough, you'll start to believe it. Then you'll start to personify it. If you tell yourself, I can do this, I'm going to practice hard and I'm sure I'll make the team, those positive affirmations will put you in a better position to achieve your goal. Then let's talk about the autonomic nervous system. Autonomic system controls your functions without any input from us, like heart rate, blood pressure, uh, body temperature, which is part of the homeostasis, which keeps our body stable. If you get too hot, you sweat to cool off. You get too cold, you shiver to warm up, all without any control from us. 
Uh, except for one strategy, mindful meditation. Our fight or flight system, also known as the sympathetic nervous system, prepares your body for combat or, as Elon Musk would put it, an unplanned rapid departure. <laughs> our heart rate increases, blood leaves your digestive tract for your arms and legs, and adrenaline starts to flow. Then when the perception of danger passes, the parasympathetic nervous system reverses all this. The secret is entering a mindful state of meditation, convincing your nervous system that danger is past, bringing back the parasympathetic state, changing autonomic functions we would otherwise have absolutely no control of. Back in 1968, Dr. Herbert Benson, a Harvard researcher, in his attempt to disprove this, actually provided clinical proof of your ability to lower your blood pressure simply by using your thoughts. Promise you this, if you use positive thoughts and self-talk that have shown to move your body in a positive direction, you'll live a much happier and more successful life for it. I'm going to close with a quote that a friend sent me just last night. It's by Helen Keller. Someone who needed to stay positive more than anybody I can imagine. She said, optimism is the faith that leads to achievement. Nothing can be done without hope and confidence. Keep it positive, and I'll see you next time on If Only I'd Known. Nice. Thank Wonderful. you. I love your monthly little dues. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. How many... I was just going to add, you know, Ed, what you're saying is so important when we're considering the use of AI, because if we believe that AI has more information than we do, than what our innate intelligence is telling us, we could really head down the wrong track. That's and a that's good point. Why human beings are saying, hey, we have to, you know, do a little check in on the AI because our belief in our our own human ability to know things has to stay profound. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that, but that's a good point. That if you, what I just said about the placebo effect and your belief, well, if your belief starts to wane based on AI being smarter and better than we are, mm. yeah, it could be a slippery slope for humans. It, it hey, this is, this is remi reminds me of an advanced math class, Harvard. This was done back in the 80s, right when calculators and everything was coming out that kids were using. And they were like, this big, like the phones back in the day, late 70s. And they challenged these kids and they had a 98% fail rate. So they knew that there was going to be a danger because the kids were trusting rigged calculators. So what Dominique said the other day, which which was profound oh. to me, Dominique, I can't, uh, you'll have to repeat it, but it was basically, you want that heart connection. Dominique, do you remember what you were saying? Yeah. So uh, what's really important for all of us to know is we resonate with one another. Resonate means I have a heart vibration and I'm sharing that heart vibration with you. That is physical science as well as an emotional fact. So we are, our heart is actually magnetic. We have, we, our human bodies contain electricity. So we are actually physically affecting one another, 
but also as a heart center. Our intentions are affecting everyone. And this is why Alex and Adele are stressing the importance of starting your day with an intention. You're setting your resonance for the day. And so what we want to know is we want to resonate with humans. Our machines are tools. We want to resonate with humans. And that's very important as we embark on all this AI technology. Because this is the facts, guys. It, it can enslave you. Okay? You can be... Do, do not break that. Uh, I love AI, but it's a tool. Like Dominique said, and I did it. I went through the refrigerator, just like she said. I threw it, and it was cool. And I... And I optimize it and I said, for recipes, for recipes. And I said, give me more and then add spices. But I told it what to do. I'm in charge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So don't take the first thing and it's like, okay, how about this? It's a mindset. It's a click. It's please be very, very careful. It's not the answer. You're the answer. Absolutely. Might I add, let's not forget intuition. Intuition is a knowing that bypasses reason. Like we all have intuition within us that gives us information. It's it's not a reasoning thing. So I feel like does AI have intuition? I don't. And I don't know. No. Really and I important. have. I have to say too. Um, this is Christine Marie. Um, trusting your intuition in almost in, in many situations. Sometimes we're just learning about our intuition. There's a feeling we have when somebody's telling us something or we're reading something and we may or may not follow it. But we then we find out, oh, yeah, that's what that feeling was. And especially I think, I, you know, I read Tarot. I've seen astrologers. If, we, if you're ever looking for information from somebody and somebody tells you something, if it doesn't feel right in your gut, trust your own gut. Mm -hmm. Super important. I tell that every time I do a read for anybody it's like if it resonates it resonates if not toss it out because you need to trust you and your information it's super Absolutely. important and even as a therapist i tell yeah. clients hey if it doesn't resonate with you your inner wisdom might be better than mine all right listen we've got a lot more to go christine is up next stay here And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Welcome back. This is Christine Marie with a view from the deck. And I wanted to say that um, Ed Langlo, I love what you said about whether you think you can or whether you think you can, you're right. Um, you said that's a quote from Henry Ford. Henry and I Ford, have yeah. That's wonderful. I have it. There's a tarot card that um, that I pull every time. And so when I was kind of I have a little deck with me at work and I pulled it and I and I did pull that that card randomly, which is the seven of swords. And that means and that's the, one of the things I say when people pick that card, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you are correct. Really? And so I love that. Yeah. I love that, that, that. That's the synchronicity of that. It's wonderful. Yeah, the whole program today, Adele and her her 
segment and my segment all meshes together. Oh, it's, I all love how that. the same thing. I yeah. love how it happens. That happens. Yeah. Um, and uh, now I want to say that uh, 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 Dominique picked a card um, for for me out of my favorite deck, which she's got on her uh, with her right now. And she picked. Um, it's a beautiful <laughs> butterfly, actually. Um, but the card that the, that it represents is the fool, which is taking a leap of faith, which really has to do with trusting your gut and trusting your heart. You cannot take a leap of faith without trusting your gut and trusting your heart it is in the um in the tarot deck uh, there are two basic decks which is the major arcana and the minor arcana the major arcana this is the fool is the very first card of the major arcana which is 22 cards which are sort of major archetypes major themes in every human being's life and kind of the things that the major um, um stepping stones we have and so uh, over and over and over again we have to take a leap of faith we have to trust our heart we have to trust mm. our gut sometimes the first time we do it you know, it's, it can be the easiest or, or the hardest, right? But we learn each time we do, we learn whether we're following through or, we're, or whether we're saying, yes, this feels good, I'm going to do it. Or, oh my God, this doesn't feel really good, but I feel like my mind is telling me I have to do it. Then you figure out, wow, yeah, my heart was right. My gut was right. Or, you know, or may, I had something to learn. So, um, hey, Christine. We yeah. have a couple of more minutes. Maybe you can shoot around, um, pull a card to me, Ed, Adele. Okay. Do you, uh, you want me to pull? Okay, so I can pull them or, or Dominique can pull them. Cause I, I want you to, you, I you want you it. to pull mine. You pull it. Okay. Christine, okay. We have a connection. So we're, so we're, so am I going to pull Adele's card first? Adele, you, just tell me. Sure. First. All right. Yeah. yeah Adele, you go pull, first. pull a card. Okay. Okay, I'll pull a card for you. Let's see. I'm gonna pull it right from here. Adele. Oh, Adele, you've got the two of um the two of swords, which means your Ooh. internal navigation system is spot on. You know what you know what you know. No girl. And you don't need any you don't need to you don't need external validation. So good for wow. you. You got it going on. <laughs> I, I, I would have never picked that card. Nobody likes it though. Nobody likes me. <laughs> <laughs> so, swords have to do with mental. Is that the thinking? Case, yeah, it's mental and and the and the element of air. So that's really that's okay. Thinking. My turn. All right, my your turn. turn. That you know, I don't care that Adele knows her stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know about my stuff. Okay, yeah. here's your stuff. Oh, you are the Queen of Cups, my dear Divine Compassion. Um, so this oh, is about oh, I could cry. Mother Mother Mary, <laughs> Kuan Yin, Venus oh, holding her own oh. half shell. Um, this is really about allowing yourself to feel um what that your connection to the earth and how oh. she's always giving us unconditional love and it's just filling you up, filling your cup oh. first until your cup overfloweth, and then you have unconditional love and compassion for everybody. Else. I, I, I related to that half shell. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, it's very appropriate for the summer solstice because that's kind of how we feel about Mother Nature is that Mother Nature is the queen of cups and is is just giving us bounty. Yeah, Ed, especially right hard. now. Ed goes. We got oh, time. Come on, we're Ed. Making a card. Oh, okay, yeah. Ed. Tell me when to. So should I just tell me when to go? Tell me when to pick. On three. One, two, <laughs> three. Okay, 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 okay. Pick a card. <laughs> um, oh, you are the Page of Cups. Page. page of Cups or the Knight, or what would be the the Page? 
So I would actually even call this the princess of cups um, in my hey, in the deck hey, that I like. So the, it's really about um, fine tuning your um, emotional navigation system. It's really about trusting your emotions. So trusting your your feelings, right? Um, your, your heart, all of what we were just talking about. Yeah, basically really, same concept. That is what the, you know, when, when I, and this page of cups is the same as the princess of cups in the deck that I read. And I really feel like, mm. you know, she's, she's dancing in the water with a dolphin, you know, holding a, a, a sea turtle, you know, so it's like uh, in my favorite cards. And so this is idea that, you know, just trusting that deep, you know, what, you know, um, in the, in the emotional realm that your that your emotions can tell are telling you true and guiding, right. guiding you. Cool. All good. right, last card for the week because we have a little bit of time left for Santa oh. Barbara for the week. What do we got to work on? Oh my goodness, Santa Barbara for the week. Okay, one, two, on, three. One, two, three. Ace of Wands. This is a whole new spiritual beginning. And let me tell you, there Woo! is a whole new spiritual beginning in the world right now. I, I just feel like everything's changing, everything's shifting. We are here in the, you know, the, 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 the summer solstice. This is actually the first day the solstice. Well, we just had the summer solstice, right? And so we're just on the other side of the high of the longest day, which means now we're heading into winter. And so this isn't, it's a new beginning, sort of a new descent, a new journey. And we, it's, it's a new spiritual journey. Wands are spirit, they're fire. So what are you starting new? What's your new, this is sort of a new solar year. Year, right we just completed the last solar year we're beginning a new solar year in a way so think about what's what, what's new for you oh i love this hey. all right we got about one or two minutes left anybody want to give some gratitude dominique real quick finish it out okay i have gratitude for just humanity uh i'm so impressed that all of us came together in order to have this uh, experience as human spirit, having experience as human. I'm so grateful for everyone that I get to connect with. Okay, Adele, we got two minutes. Oh my goodness. I'm just so grateful for uh, the new season ahead of us and just the potential that it brings. Nice. The new season. Beautiful. Christine. I am grateful really for this present moment, being here with you all and knowing that I can bring my full heart to every present moment and I keep staying grateful in it. So it just keeps me grateful. Nice. Ed Langlow. I'm grateful for the lady that lives next door to me. She uh, gave us her apartment in Paris for a month last year. Ooh. This year she's gone for six months and she's turned over the house to me to do with as it please. Terry's going to stay there for a few months. When it gets too hot, my boat's parked in their carport and my tools are in their garage. It's <laughs> He's an amazing lady, extremely generous. So I'd like to give a shout out to Catherine McCracken. Oh, Catherine, you're beautiful. That's what being a neighborly, the whole oh. thing about Santa Barbara, it is a very, it resonates really high. It's very energized. I'm so thankful that my father ended up transferring uh, up here. I ended up graduating from Westmont. It's been um, a beautiful place to raise my children um, that are now grown. Um, we're blessed. We love you, Santa Barbara. We love you, Santa oh, Barbara. Yeah. Uh -huh. All right, everybody, the world. Thank you, Brussels, Belgium, and Frankfurt for tuning in every single week. And of course, Jeremiah Ferris, Eternity Ready Radio that airs us every single day, Monday through Friday. 9 o'clock Central Time, that's 7 a.m. Uh, California time. So God bless Santa Barbara.
All right. Keep a smile on your face. See you next week. I'm unstoppable. I'm a bush with no breaks. I'm